This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast contains opinionated conversation about COVID-19. If you want information about COVID-19, go to cdc.gov. Welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in the world of news and paranormal news, the world's oldest person, Sister Andre, dies at the age of 118. Super Centurion Secrets, the dedicated nun revealed her surprising daily habits in an interview. She passed away at the age of 118, Sister Andre. She held the record apparently for the oldest human in the world. Of course, she was a sister, she was a woman of religion, and she passed away again at the age of 118. That's quite the age. I'll be lucky if I live to see 17 years old. The Earth's circle might be changing direction. A recent study of Earth's inner core has concluded that it recently stopped spinning and may be beginning to change the direction of its rotation. This is a report from IGN, gathered from scientists and NASA apparently, and posted on their page. You can visit IGN on Facebook or on Instagram, I-G-N-D-O-T-C-O-M on Instagram, and just IGN on Facebook. And this report, or this news piece, is actually something that correlates with what I'm going to be talking about today. California Democrats plot to tax people who fled Two red states. Golden handcuffs, per Fox News. Several Democrat led states have introduced similar measures in an effort to tax the rich even more. Now, Gavin Newsom, governor of California, actually said something to this extent a couple years ago, and apparently they are taking full effect in trying to tax people that are leaving the states that are blue. Now, again, I don't go into politics. This happens to correlate what I'll be talking about today, so I'm just putting it out there. And in the last news, if you are a fan of The Last of Us, as you know, HBO has released a TV series based off the hit video game, The Last of Us. And because of the TV series doing extraordinary well on HBO Max, The Last of Us Part 1 sales are up 230% following the airing of the first episode of its TV adaptation. This is one of the very first hit video game TV shows. It's one of the first they're talking about that's actually doing a great adaptation into the television screen and or movies. And we've seen a lot of TV video games come out into the movies and not really do well. The only one that I can remember doing pretty well was in fact Mortal Kombat, the first movie. To me, that was one of the best video game made movies 
and it was to me iconic, especially growing up in the '90s. And you know, part two didn't really do that great. And you know, the remake, me and my friend Joey, the person who did my intro music, and he was on the podcast a few times already. You know, we kind of watched the uh, new Mortal Kombat movie together. I believe that also aired on HBO Max, and we were like, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. But um, it's a lot of kudo points to The Last of Us. They're they're doing very, very well, and the TV show is doing pretty great. Now, going into today's episode for the Say What Again Billy podcast, and if you don't follow me on Instagram, I post a lot of content now. I've been um, blessed with getting 4,600-something followers um, to, to, like, as I'm recording, I just checked, and uh, it's been a really steady uptick in the last few weeks, and also presently pleased with the amount of people listening to the podcast now so i just like to thank everybody but um if you haven't followed me on instagram it is swab underscore podcast which is short for the say what again billy podcast and i can be heard on spotify apple podcast breaker google podcast and wherever else you get your podcast from so to get in today's episode something that is a very big conspiracy theory there's many conspiracy theories out there that people have been talking about for years. And before I got into the conspiracy talk, you know, I was into paranormal, UFOs, all that stuff. And conspiracy started intriguing me. And one of them that was, one of the main conspiracies was that there is this new world order, the NWO. The powers that we do not see via television and the news. You know, when you go to school, you learn about the United States government and all the tiers of how it, you know, the rulings and who's in charge of what and how everything works. And that's what you learn in school. And then when you get to a certain point, like myself now and many others, you start realizing that things don't add up. And this conspiracy basically says that this new world order is a group of people that you do not see that ultimately make the plans on how things will operate and coincide with one another in the government, not just here in the United States, but in fact in the entire world. And within this conspiracy that people talk about is the fact of controlling people. And within the last few years, and you've heard me talk about this in bits and pieces on other episodes, but in the last few years, we've actually seen some of these conspiracies that have been mentioned about control and the New World Order eerily play out into a reality. Now, where do I start? Well... In order for this conspiracy to be true and essentially operate, it would mean that they need plans for this to carry out. And where would they start? And where would I start my conversation to you, my listeners? Well, I would start with an episode I aired a few weeks ago, which is Social Media Brainwash. The best way to initiate a plan is via technology that has come out within the last 20 years. And social media is the pivotal thing that has been invented for the government 
to make this plan start to steamroll and set it into action. Social media is, to me, now, unlike anything I grew up with. You know, when I grew up, and a little repetitive to my repeat listeners, I'm sorry, but in Social Media Brainwash, I spoke about MySpace. MySpace was the first social media outlet that I used. And it was pretty chill. You had your page. You could write what you were doing and post pictures. You had your friends. Started with the top six and went up to top, you know, 12 or so on and so forth. Able to implement music to your page to draw people to your page more. He puts a catchy song on and they're like, oh, it's a good song. And now you're listening to a song as you're looking through someone's page and you're really drawn to that person and looking at what they do and what they're about. That was the nostalgia and the best part of social media at that time. It quickly evolved and Facebook came about. And Facebook, I have to say, started out pretty normal. You know, a little bit more advanced than MySpace. And Facebook was, to my perspective, really something that was used for family and friends, like to connect, like immediate friends and family. And I remember not getting Facebook right away when it came out and saying that it was, uh, you know, a little bit complicated at the time for me. And I did start a page, started very basic. I put, you know, my name in one picture and really never went back to it. And then, you know, Facebook picked up and evolved into what it is today. And what is it today? Well, there are people that barely use it. You know, they have a Facebook page. They'll have under 10 photos, information on their hometown, where they work and essentially use it as a form of looking at news or reaching out to friends and family and that's it. And you have people that legitimately are more active on it. They post everything. They post their problems. They post what they're doing. They check in. And guilty as charged, I've went through my phase of Facebook where I was actively posting until Literally over a year ago, I completely deleted Facebook and restarted where now it's just strictly friends, family, and coworkers, and I don't post anything that would be a fire starter to conversations that I don't want to have. Although within the last few weeks, I've made comments on certain threads and certain things like that, where if the comments start becoming obnoxious, I just tend to delete the notifications or have them shut off. What social media has become today is a weapon to draw people in and push out news that the air quotes that I'm doing that you guys can't see, powers that be want you to see. Now, whether or not you believe these Twitter files that came out from Elon Musk, social media does hide things. They've hid major stories that should have been made public two years ago and claimed that at that time, two years ago, those stories were fake or false. And then it comes out two years later that in fact, 
and Facebook wasn't by themselves guilty of this, that the story was true. Possibly turning or swaying what could have been for elections, amongst other things. Social media has the power to let you see what they want you to see, is what I'm trying to say. And the government knows that if it can, under the table, say, I need you to put this out and not put this out, it can be done. And it's the same thing with news and the media. You know, you turn on the TV and you're getting your news and you're getting exactly what, air quotes again, they want you to hear and see 24-7. So... The plan for this NWO operation of control really started with implementing social media and the internet. And then COVID hit. Now, with COVID, we backtrack to what I just said about social media and the news, because we'll go into the TV too. With COVID, the TV and social media was letting out information that was just really, really one-sided. And in the last few months, starting surprisingly to see that certain things are leaking out that had they leaked out two years ago would have been shut down, banned, pages banned, and people getting hit for, you know, misinformation and all that stuff. But the step two of the whole control of this NWO, this New World Order, and government control really started social media and then proceeded into COVID-19. When COVID hit, and you know, I'll, I'll go into a little bit of what I was doing and personally what I was doing. So during COVID, again, I told this story. I uh, worked at a hospital. Don't work at the hospital anymore. I have a new job. And um, I didn't believe the whole hype of COVID-19. I heard the reports that, you know, China, something happened and, you know, there was this, this really bad illness. And I was like, you know what, it's all the way over there. And China's crazy and corrupt. And I don't really believe things coming out of there. I remember going to my father-in-law's and talking to him about it and, you know, seeing like the beginning of conspiracy theories about Lysol. It already had it on Lysol bottles that it kills COVID, you know, COVID sickness and the COVID-19 flu, whatever. And um, then weeks pass on. And sure enough, COVID-19 hits the United States. And then things start to shut down. So I started watching the news because what ended up happening is me working at the hospital, I got deployed to help out with the COVID-19 stuff. And I My family ended up going down south, so I was left by myself because I was working in a hospital and my family didn't want to be around me being in the hospital. So, you know, coming home to an empty house and going to work every morning, you tend to just listen to what the hell's going on so that, you know, you can get your family back. You know, my wife and daughter went down south to stay with their mom, so they have a yard and, you know, fresh air and warmer weather, and I stayed working every single day, deployed because of COVID-19 at a hospital in the Bronx. So my routine was wake up in the morning, turn on 1010 Winds, and um, actually not only just 1010 Winds, I was listening to sports radio, um, 101.9 WFAN, and um, 
they had no sports. So what um, show Boomer and Geo did in the morning was have doctors on. Um, you know, they, everybody was re- working remotely, so they have doctors on and they would interview what's going on, you know. And on sports radio, I was learning about the pandemic. So you're just learning about what's going on. And every day you would hear, you know, this is how you catch it. This is what, whatever. And um, that's how I went about getting my news, radio. Then when I come home, I'd be on my phone. Um, Citizens app, I had downloaded really like a couple months before the pandemic. Even the Citizens app would give me alerts on uh, infection rates and everything. So you were getting information put forth by the CDC, the WHO, and all the media outlets on your phone, on your TV, on the radio. You're just locked in and that's it. You're just getting all the information. Now, in the beginning, I have to admit that the first three months of COVID-19 from the end of February, March, April, going into like mid-May, end of May, was pretty crazy. Like legit, something was happening. It was really bad. And if you have to pull me aside and ask me, do you agree with the lockdowns that happened? I would probably tell you wholeheartedly that the lockdowns needed to happen at least for two, three months um, because people were getting sick and dying at a high clip. And I would agree with that. Now, you fast forward to June when the warmer weather was hitting and cases were starting to slightly go down and the death rate were starting to drop. You know, you, you kind of like wonder like how long can things be shut down you know people at that point in june were saying i'm gonna lose my business and you know um, i'm tired of being in the house and the media was still pushing out there that this was going to be a longer battle like just hang in there if we get to this number we can start doing certain things and certain things and in the midst of all this stuff going on you know everybody has their covid stories I had the privilege to talk to someone that was uh, a higher up in this hospital that I worked at. And, you know, I, again, I said this in other podcasts, same story. Um, his name was Tony. I won't say his last name, but uh, I asked him, I was like, what's the end-all be-all to this pandemic? He said, it has to be a vaccine. And I said, but... um. How long would that take? And we said it would, it would take quite some time to get the testing right. So we have to deal with this for a long time. So I was all about it. I was like, well, hopefully they get you know this vaccine going quick. So and I remember along the lines, I was like, you know, you think they'd mandate it, you know, right away if it comes out? And he goes, oh, yeah, everyone would have to take it. It'd be like, you know, another chain of shots that everyone has to get because this is a thing that's going to be here for a long time. So hmm, that's interesting. You know, um, but then he said, yeah, no, but if you catch it, your immune system is good, you know, but, you know, people are catching it, you know, more than once I'm hearing already. So, but, you know, you, you'll have the antibodies. Like, okay, cool. Then we fast forward, right, to 2021. Vaccine is made. People are, are saying that when the vaccine comes out, they're going to be hesitant to take it because they've probably already got it, whether they were asymptomatic or not. And, you know, they weren't really sure if they wanted to take something that was pushed out so quickly. Matter of fact, there was government leaders 
mayors, governors, senators, saying that they wouldn't take the shot because a certain individual was president at the time and they wouldn't get it because he's the one that rushed it to happen. Um, they fast forward to the new president and solo. Well, we got to we got to get this shot out, and everyone's on TV putting a needle in them. Look, look, look getting getting shots right. Then what the administration does, current administration Joe Biden and um, all that, they mandate it. And I was having a really back and forth heated argument with individuals, saying. They're going to mandate it. And well, you know, if they, if they do, you know, it's because of what's going on. And there's certain vaccines that you have to take because, you know, you can't, you know, you can't go to school without certain things. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it wasn't rushed. And one of the individuals said, no, it's been worked on. We've had this before. You know, I'm like, now it's, no, we didn't. And this is a totally different. It changes. It's an mRNA vaccine. It changes certain things in your body. And they argued with me. No, no, it was made. Okay, okay. So then I was like, it's gonna, they're going to mandate. No, they wouldn't do that. Well, then, like, literally it happened. They mandated it. They forced everybody to get this thing. The Biden administration basically said you would have to get a check, uh, a, a test every week to work if your place that you worked was over 100 people. Or you'd have to get the COVID vaccine. And businesses, instead of having the policy that you were able to take the test every week, majority of corporations and businesses were just like you got to get the boot you got to get the shot and a lot of people ended up quitting a lot of nurses a lot of doctors doctors and nurses that i'm still friendly with that were totally against it i know a lot of people in my old job that ended up leaving because of it people finding loopholes to try to avoid it and when i went back to my friend who obviously goes to one side of politics um, and that's not just one side that was for mandates. It was people on the other side that you know that had different political views. They were like, "No, we got we need this shot because you know this this is this is not good." But I referred to them. I'm like, "See, I told you." And they're like, "You know, I don't agree with it, but you know, it's it's for the good of people." I'm like, "Okay, well, we haven't studied this. What are, what are the long term effects going to be? You know, you, you there's no there's no no." No clause here. Like if some you get it and you get sick and you end up, you know, something ends up happening, you can't blame anyone. You can't sue. And, oh, it's been studied. I told you this. It's been studied. Okay. Then we go out with the whole thing where the vaccine, if you catch, if you get it, you're not going to catch COVID. Fast forward because I'm, I don't want, I don't want to repeat to my, my repeat listeners, but you fast forward, if you got COVID, after the shot, it was a breakthrough case. And then we're starting to see people catching COVID again after getting the vaccine. And it went from a breakthrough case that you can, in fact, get COVID again, but it will keep you out of the hospital. So now they changed everything they said. So not only did they make you get something that you didn't want to get, that they claimed was studied well enough to get, that they claimed that you wouldn't get COVID again if you put it in your body. They changed it. And there's people on video. I've, I've played clips before in other episodes from Rachel Maddow to Biden himself saying, if you get the vaccine, man, you're not going to get COVID. Yeah. Well, no, that was all bullshit. And you're still getting COVID. Now people are getting boosters and still getting COVID. And of course, their make or break conversation 
from being that if you got it, you won't get it to if you get it, you will stay out of the hospital. Well, now that's a lie, too, because people are getting COVID. And there was a, 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 a stat released not too long ago that most of the debts in the United States are actually topping debts from the previous year with COVID-19. Then another thing that came up during this whole COVID thing was the fact that everyone dying was labeled that they had COVID. And that was argued from right to left. You know, the left was like, no, that's everyone that's dying is dying from COVID. They had COVID. Okay. And the right was like, no, they're marking everything down for the money aspect. Because apparently if a hospital had someone that died of COVID or they'd get some kind of money to, from treating them. And um, they were like, no, no, everyone died that, that died of COVID died of COVID. And then there was a release not too long ago of, of some news report that, yeah, um, they were kind of pushing the numbers and, you know, buttering them up that uh, not everyone that died during that time span had COVID. Hit by a car, COVID. Bullet in your head, COVID. Slipped, fell, broke your neck, COVID. They were doing that. Changing everything they said. Now, following the news, this is what they're calling conspiracy now. The spike of healthy individuals, healthy athletes, young kids, the spike of cardiac arrest, strokes, all have gone up from 2021 to 2023, conveniently coinciding with the release of the COVID vaccines. They're calling this a conspiracy. If you Google why there is an increase of cardiac arrest and sudden deaths, I shit you not, you pull out your phone, go to Google, it will say, because of the pandemic and being inside and the job loss and the stress, that will give you a heart attack and make you die perfectly healthy. And a majority of the young individuals don't have stress of losing their jobs because they're in college. This is what Google, Google, you can Google it right now as you're listening to me and Google it. It will come up because of the pandemic, losing jobs and being inside, which they did. Now you may ask, well, Billy, why are you talking about this? Why are you talking about COVID and all this? Well, because my episode, Government Control, is what they did thus far. They literally weaponized the entire pandemic, which the first three and a half to maybe even five months was actually legitimately bad. They continued to weaponize it, milk the udders of the cow, and see how far they can go. From New York City former mayor Bill de Blasio segregating people that if you did not have the shot, you could not go to a New York City restaurant to eat. Where there was people that I knew personally that owned restaurants and said, I'm not following that. That's insane. Refer to one of my friends that were liberal. Said, hey, and I'm not, I'm not liberal or Republican or conservative. I'm independent. I'm in the middle. Always have been. And we can have a conversation elsewhere about it. Trying to refrain from high politics here. Unfortunately, this conspiracy that I'm talking about coincides with politics. I referred to my friend. I said, do you think that's right? Well, you know, uh, and the tune is changing. Not a tune is changing. But they weaponized it. 
You know, another thing they said that I kind of missed to say, but I'm going to add it in is um, majority of the people that died of COVID-19 were older, obese, smoker, sick, immunocompromised, or had comorbidities. When I said that to people, no, everyone's dying from COVID. My aunt, she's a doctor. We had arguments. Well, tell that to the 20-year-old I just treated in the hospital that is on a respirator. Well, in the last six, seven months, that's another thing that came out. The majority of people that died from COVID-19 were, in fact, older than 50, had comorbidities, health issues. Said it then, you were crucified. Say it now, eh, the, the, the tune changes. Tune changes. They weaponized this. And what social media did was put out what they wanted you to see and caused a war between people that after the pandemic died down, now it was the vaccine. We had the, the, the people, not even anti-vaxxers. You can't call someone anti-vax if they, want, they don't want to put a new, brand new thing into them. Kyrie Irving, say what you want about him, but he was right to say what he said about COVID. And I'm glad that he won that battle. And it wasn't just him. Tennis players that weren't allowed to play in tennis events because of COVID. Not getting the jab in other countries. And we're going to get to other countries too. Australia. China. To this day, China. But the media put out what they wanted and weaponized it and put people against each other. I had someone block me. That was a friend of mine. This girl. Because I was posting stuff about COVID-19 on my personal page. And then she messaged me. It's like, didn't you get the vaccine? Keep your job? And then I noticed she blocked me. Now I'm very curious to see what she has to say because she has kids. And I'm wondering if she put that in them. Especially with everything going out. I saw a doctor on TikTok yesterday. Someone was stupid enough to make a fake CNN report. About Damar Ham, Ham from the Buffalo Bills. That you know his injury was uh, not because of football, it was because of COVID. No, it wasn't. I watched the replay. But others were. And she's like, this is what they're doing. Making fake reports over something that's perfectly healthy and saving people. Now, yes, she's right about the fake made report from a person that used CNN and totally edited it. But what about the other stuff that's going on? You're going to talk about that? What are you going to tell us? That it's the um, snoring? Literally blame snoring. The pandemic being inside as an excuse. That all this cardiac arrest that's been going on. And uh, and, and, uh, and other things. Like uh, drinking too much water. I've heard I saw so much crazy stuff, man. To blame for what's going on. That they think that we're stupid. And reverts right back to what I'm talking about. They're releasing news reports and people are believing the news reports when all this stuff is going on with people just dropping like flies and people are just shaking their head. Yeah, we know, no, no, they're right. This is this must be it. Must be because of uh, me losing my job or uh, me snoring or my gas stove. They weaponized COVID-19 
and they pushed to see how far that people would listen with the masks. They pushed to see how far we would go with our children in schools where officials would go take photo ops because they got their jab. And these poor kids were in school all day with a mask, taking pictures with them. They pushed us to see how far we would kneel. And they got pretty far. Certain states they got far. They didn't get far in Florida. Red states, they didn't get far. And oddly enough, Florida and Texas's numbers were pretty damn good. It was, there was countries around the world that didn't have any mandates or anything like that. And they were fine. But it was I read something that Japan is seeing an influx of people dying and they're all boosted. Just sudden deaths and people dying of COVID with with three or four shots in them. Because now, now they're talking about making a yearly thing of the vaccine. And I don't know how that's going to go because people right now, there's some people actually waking up that were on the left-hand side. They're like, oh, I don't know about this. You know I mean, my friends that were liberal starting to wake up to everything. They weaponized it and they controlled us for two years using a pandemic. Another thing they said was, well, you know, if it was a bat. You know, it came from China, but it was a bat. You know, you said it was anything else. That it came from a lab, that such and such had anything to do with it. You fact checked. False information. Well, we all knew, smart people knew this This, this, this didn't come from a bat. And then it came out, yeah, it did, did come from a lab in Wuhan, China. They pushed out information. You watched the news, you watched your phone, you went on social media, and the people that don't do their research just shook their head and agreed with it. This is, this is exactly what we're going to believe. Dr. Robert Malone, or if I, I believe his first name is Robert Malone, right? He, he, he's on, like, the hit list. He went on two doctors. I forgot the other doctor. But he both these doctors went on Joe Rogan. And, of course, Joe Rogan's talking about things, and you know what happened to him. I don't want to go back into it with Samjay Gupta and CNN, with the horse worms, all that, right? But the Malone went on there, and, 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 I, and I spoke to my aunt about, you know, you know oh, he's, this guy's a crook. He's, he don't know. This dude helped release medication. He invented this stuff. And if you look at web pages, he's actually still active in the medical field. But anything that he says and writes about COVID is not published or X'd out. YouTube pages that were on one side, the side for listen to us, posting videos every week about COVID. And then one video, I remember because my wife watched this page, one video they posted that coincide, didn't, didn't coincide with what they wanted you to say, that video got removed. Odd, right? People that invented these vaccines and helped other medications come out are being told their opinion, their belief of science is wrong. You can only listen to Dr. Fauci, the CDC. We're seeing a lot of reports that the things they're saying weren't accurate. Or misinterpreted it. Numbers weren't right. Two years later. The damage is done. About 80%, 85% of the population took the shit. Because you were, cor- you were like, coursed to, to, to do it. You were pushed. 
it wasn't mandatory. People say. Certain people. Wasn't mandatory. Tell that to a father that has to work to take care of his family and the wife's not working because she has to watch the kids. And his job is telling him, if you don't get this shot by a certain date, we got to let you go. That's not forced. You're not forcing someone to do something? Put this shit in you or lose your job. That's not forced? Okay. They forced you. They turned people against one another. It's a very good tactic, actually. Use social media. Use a pandemic. Use things that happened during the pandemic to pit one another against each other. Watch the circus. And then we'll step in and control you some more. Do you hear this shit about the gas stoves? And I'm cursing a little bit more than I have in other podcast episodes. But hey, it's a podcast. They're trying to ban gas stoves because it's... uh. The fumes and the emitters of gas stove, the emissions. It's bad. It's bad for the, uh, you know, the planet. It went from global warming to climate change for a reason. The polar ice caps were supposed to melt already. Gas stoves, they want to ban it. They want everybody to buy electric cars in California. They have a deadline. It was like 10, 15 years, something like that. How are you going to do that? And that's not a good idea. How are you going to do that? You can tell everybody. I live in the Bronx. Okay? The Bronx is not a wealthy borough in New York City. Okay? You can tell people that drive in the projects they got to buy a gas car. I mean, an electric car. Switch from gas to electric. Are they going to have these buildings? A charging port somewhere? Are they going to put charging ports on on the sidewalk now? Like every everywhere where you have to park and charge? Are they going? What are they going to do? It takes time to charge these electric cars. How are you going to implement charging ports for electric cars all over? I know red states won't do it. They're going to tell them shove it up your ass with this electric car stuff. And the stoves? California's they have a deadline for it. Now they want to. Then I want to take your. Now they not only want to take your gas car. You want to take your, your your stove. And then when shit hits the fan and they have control over electricity and they say, you know what, you guys aren't listening. You shut off the electricity. Or we get hit with an EMP. And now you can't cook. You gotta start a fire. You can't drive. Control. You piss them off. Cut the power. Can't can't eat. Can't transport. Why do you think they go after guns? I'm not going to get into the whole gun thing. It's bad. It's terrible. Horrible thing when school shootings and mass murders happen. Mass shootings. Terrible. But if someone takes a knife or a sword, a screwdriver, and goes around and starts stabbing everybody, it's a mass murder. It's a mass shooting. I mean, a mass stabbing. You know... If you write something down on on, 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 on on paper with a pencil and and you mess up, you blame the pencil? The whole gun thing is, is, is mind-boggling. Because New York City right now, where I live, 
is in is is the worst it's ever been, the worst it's ever been, and Kathy Hochul. And all the laws were were found that it was unconstitutional what they're doing with the Second Amendment here, and she's still saying no, no, we're not going to allow concealed carries here. On top of the bail reform that they got, where people are doing crimes knowing they're going to get out the same day or the next morning. And they won't change it or try to uh, uh, repeal it. So so you won't let people, law-abiding citizens, carry protection, but you'll keep this bail reform and let criminals keep doing what they're doing, getting out the next day. It's like, whose side are you on? And then that creates friction between people that believe guns are really bad and people that are like, hey, we're getting, crime is up and we, we can't carry our guns, it's all right. You go to Texas and Tennessee, um, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, places where you can carry. This shit doesn't happen. They're going to think twice before they do something because they know you got something on you. Pennsylvania, even Pennsylvania. It's control. Going against amendments and really just letting criminals do whatever they want for a vote. For a vote, really. Oh, yeah, you guys, criminals, you can vote. Keep me in charge. Control. Keep me in charge. You guys get out. Do the crime. Get out the next morning. Just make sure you vote for me. Control. And with the gun thing is, take everyone's gun away. Right? Try to ban the, the magazine, the capacity of what you can hold in, in your gun. Why do you need an R-15? It's an assault rifle. No, it stands for a martyr, a martyr light. It's a single shot gun. Modifications? You want to ban it? Yeah, cool. You know, no reason to have it automatic, but why do you have to have it? Same thing as a hunting rifle. Bullets come out a little faster. But if the Second Amendment, if we were like Australia, and we had no guns, do you realize how much worse the pandemic would have been? We still would have been in a lockdowns. Do you realize that? Do you see what happened in Australia? New videos came out, and it was being that it was real. You couldn't people in Australia couldn't walk their dogs if they got caught. They were arrested. There was grandmothers. Older ladies being pepper sprayed for being outside in Australia. There's no guns in Australia. Okay, Canada just banned guns. See what this guy did in Canada? Trudeau? Trucks? Protesting? The whole COVID thing? Had the police get involved? Military? But then in China, all the protest things? And he was like, I believe people have the right to protest peacefully. Oh, now you do. Do you see... The hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of what goes on. How they control and change the tune according to what's going on. To control your mind to believe what's going on, right? It's all about control. They used COVID-19 as a form of control. It was a test. Let's see how far, how long we can get people to listen. Now they're going after cars and stoves. Turning it into electricity so that if something happens because the next pandemic happens or the next situation, which is the theory that climate will be the next thing. We need to keep everybody inside for two weeks to balance out the, the planet so that we're at a good equilibrium again. So no one can go out. Imagine 
Imagine they take the guns away and the cars switch over. And they do this. Caught outside, your, your, your electric's going off. Can't cook. Can't drive. Can you imagine? This is all a part of government control. You have no idea how close we are coming to the powers that be trying to control everything we do. There's been signs of it in the Denver, Colorado airport. This, this one world order, this massive thing that's going to happen and, and, and ultimately everything is going to be peaceful. But it's scary to think that, okay, well, we're going to have peace, but why can't we just go to the peace part? You know, there's this, this, listen to that episode. Listen to other YouTube channels about the Denver, Colorado airport. Apparently they had pictures and paintings there and that three or four of them have been taken down since the videos came out. Give that a listen or on my podcast and go on YouTube. But switch to electric. You're at their mercy. Give up your guns. They're at their mercy. China, to this day, just a couple of months ago, they were welding doors shut. China obviously has no guns. Venezuela, it's a bad country. Okay? Their government's corrupt. Communists. No guns. China, no guns. They fought back in herds of people recently against the men in the white lab suits. the Those white suits, right? People were actually fighting back because they were welding people into buildings so they couldn't get out. They were committing suicide because they, they could not leave to get food. In China, no guns. So it's, it's you and whatever you have versus the men in the white suit with batons, riot shields, and guns. Australia, couldn't walk your dog. Lockdowns, forced mandates. I seen a video of a, a father. His, his kid got sick and died and got hurt from the or, or got hurt from the vaccine. Went up to the doctor's car, broke the window and was yelling at him. Why did you do it? Why did you do it? Crazy. Imagine if they try to take our guns away or other things happen, and the pandemic hit then. How bad it would have been. This was all a test. And I say their test was pretty successful because they got a good amount of the population to get the jab. And now the truth is coming out. Now they're getting scared. So they have to think of the bullshit to tell us, oh, it was the pandemic and it was the stoves and it was the cars and it was this and it was that. It's you eating this. That's why people are, are, are having this heart attack. This rise in heart attacks. Look it up. Look it up. Go on Google and look it up. The excuses they're coming up with. Look it up. This is the same government that's telling us fruity pebbles are healthier than eggs. You can go on SWAB underscore podcast. Short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. To see what I posted about that and refer to my last episode with that one. Literally. Post, let's post this article that Fruity Pebbles are okay to eat over eggs. And they'll listen. Make them sick. Kill them. Depopulate. More, more diabetes. More obesity. More cancer. More money in our pocket. But we're going to control them into thinking that cereal that's loaded with shit is more healthy than eggs. And I know people that have chicken. They get their eggs fresh. No chemicals, no nothing. Eggs are the healthiest thing you can eat. Without all that genetically modified chemicals and stuff in the eggs. It's 
all control. You're using the media, using social media, using our phones. They have AI right now that are passing tests by itself. Posted a recent video about that. AI is passing tests, taking tests, and literally talking and doing things as human performance. Artificial intelligence on computer systems, taking tests and doing very well, scoring Bs. Our faces in our phone, our voices in our phone, our photos are in our phone, facial recognition, eyes, all that. And we have AI doing stuff that humans, that are smarter than actual humans, smarter than me almost. And when shit hits the fan, initiate the AI. They have all our information. There's so much stuff going on. And it's about this control. The one conspiracy I can wholeheartedly tell you is 100% real. I believe it. I believe the government's corrupt. Like a comedian once said, you don't believe in any conspiracies? Not one? You think the government's just telling you the truth 100% every single day? And this comedian went on to say, well, okay. They're telling you the truth every day. There's no lies. And he says, I have a son. He goes, I lie to that motherfucker every day. It's the government. Same shit. We've been lied to for so long. Pointing fingers at one person and literally doing what you're accusing that person of. If you watch the news lately, literally accusing that person on something that was literally found in your garage. And the way certain individuals are treated because they didn't fit the grand scheme of things, the way people are being treated or were treated compared to what is done now for the same thing that you were accusing that person of is mind-boggling. And I won't get into that, but you can kind of get the gist of it, no? The, they are really trying. And we're on a road, a dark road. Now I'm guilty of eating the shit and going on social media, like, you know, eating junk food and stuff like that. I've been, been real bad lately, trying to get back on my A-game, you know? I made one step to doing that, but between the eating the food, still being on social media, and um, doing this conspiracy theory, because I do conspiracies, you know? I, I just don't do ghosts and UFOs and Bigfoot cryptids and folklore. I, I, I do conspiracies, and unfortunately, this is a conspiracy that's been around for a long time, and it was a good time to talk about it so I'm guilty of everything I just talked about going on social media and listening to certain things but in the last two three years I've made it my point to not just listen to what I'm being fed because it's nine out of ten times not entirely true they're trying to use every tool they have that we actively use each day to gain control and they're going to push things to the limit. It happened with COVID. It's going to continue to happen with the stove thing, the car thing. I made a comment on Facebook the other day and people were like, it's not, it's just to regulate gas stoves. You, know, you must be a conservative and a Trumpster. You can't have an opinion different than certain people without being called the Trumpster. What the hell does that have to do with it? Do you see how they escalated 
the hate for them into making it everyone that doesn't agree with something? Do you understand that you cannot have conversation anymore? It's not even like a mutual conversation. It's, you're a Trumpster. You're a conservative. You're a white supremacist. And on the other hand, it's, you're a liberal. You're an idiot. You're in this. You're a fascist. You're an Antifa. It's crazy. This is all created by the government. For these, vo the vocabulary and the hate and the fighting was created not from us, from them. The pandemic was just like the, the middle of what it could be the road to a very bad ending. So what I always say when I have this conversation about the government is do your research. My wife is notorious for going online and researching things, especially during COVID. And other people too. Unfortunately, some of my friends say they research and they only look at one side. Fortunately for me, I, I look at both. Middle, left, and right. Something to think about. Everything I talked about, go. Do some Google searches. Check it out. I'm not bullshitting you. And by all means, to my listeners, my followers, I'm not trying to do the politics thing. I'm just doing what I'm seeing. Literally seeing. Because my day goes like this. I go to work. I try to go to the gym now. I'm, try, I'm lucky if I get to the gym four days a week. I used to go six, seven days. But I wake up. I do my eight hours at work. I get to the gym. Try to do 30, 40 minutes. I come home. I shower. I eat. Hang out with the family. I go to bed. And I repeat five days of the week, work week. On my days off, I'm playing video games and I'm at the gym. I'm not looking at the news. I'm not at rallies for certain political sides. So by all means, don't think I'm crazy right or crazy left. I'm giving you what I'm seeing. Okay? My personal page, different algorithms that come up. But I'm mainly on my SWAB underscore podcast page for my podcast. And I don't follow anything political. And I get crazy things that go up there. Which goes to show you what's going on. Because I don't follow on that page anything. Although it's linked to my phone, so there you go. With that explains the algorithms, but still. Moral of the story is, I try to get away from the politics thing. That's why I deleted my Facebook and started a new one. Pers for personal reasons. You know. Just do your research. You'll start to see certain things. There's a reason a lot of people that were liberals were my friends. That are kind of like, hey, you know, um, kind of owe you apology. I've seen a lot of that. And certain conversation with some of my other friends that I've gotten into tit for tats for, conversation doesn't really rise up because I think they're starting to see. And a lot of people are starting to get worried. Because a lot of people got that jab and the real truth's not coming out about it. This has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. You can hear the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and many other outlets. i like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to speak about all this conspiracy talk I just gave. And if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the free app that lets you get your podcasting idea out there and put it to platforms like I just listed prior. So if you have a podcasting idea and you want to have a way to get it out there, download Anchor by Spotify. 
And if you're looking for me on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. And until next week, which would be, I believe, my 90th episode, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.